Hey y'all, I'm C.G. Townsend, your host of the Being Balanced Podcast, a space full of ways to help you stop the glorification of busyness. We're talking aha moments, must-have resources, real-life wins, and small shifts that lead to incredible impact. Hey friends, welcome back to the Being Balanced Podcast. I am C.G. Townsend, your host, and I, as always, am super excited to have another conversation and to share space with another amazing person. This week is super special because we are going to have a chat with Ashley Bailey. And Ashley and I met during the time that I was living in New Orleans. And I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about how that all went down, but let's just get right on into it. So thank you for having me, first of all. Um, I am Ashley Bailey. I am the creator of Tennis Shoes and Tiaras. It is a fitness, motherhood, and lifestyle blog, currently more motherhood and lifestyle, um, as I am in my third trimester of my second pregnancy, um, so not as much fitness going on these days <laughs> as I would like, um, but I also have a two-year-old, which comes from the motherhood, and basically on my blog, I share tips on how to live a balanced and fulfilling life, um, not just with your families and as a mom, but also as an individual, because my personal thought process and opinion is that unless you are satisfied with yourself, you cannot pour into other people. So it's really important for me personally to make sure that I am doing self-care and making sure everything's in order with myself so that I can be the best mom, wife, friend, employee, etc. Um, so this is my side gig that I love doing in the wee hours of the night, typically after bedtime. And then during the day, I work full time and manage care as a project manager. Um, so I kind of get the best of both worlds with corporate and then I get to do my creative stuff on the side. And I really just love sharing um, all my tips that I've kind of just found along the way. So it's very authentic. It's not going to be um, curated too much because it's real life with a two-year-old. Um, and I guess that is about it for tennis shoes and TRs. And I know you kind of mentioned a little bit about like the individual satisfaction in your intro as a part of the way that you've kind of molded your blog and how you think about life. How would you define balance? I mean, I think for me personally, balance is making sure that I am enjoying everything that I'm doing. And I mean, there are going to be some things that you obviously have to do, whether that's doing the dishes or whatever it may be. But for me with balance, you can have as much on your plate as you want to, as long as you're truly enjoying what those items are. And I think a lot of times people ask me, well, how are you a mom? And how do you work full time? And my husband is in um, a position that he is not around very often. Um, and so oftentimes I am solo parenting. Um, and thankfully when he is around, then he's very, very involved. But a lot of times I am solo parenting and then I work, I try and work out multiple times a week, probably four or five times a week. Like I said, usually when I'm not pregnant right now, it's about two times a week. <laughs> I am in junior league and I do all these and blog and do all these different things, but I truly enjoy all of those things. And I'm constantly evaluating 
am I truly enjoying those? And if I'm not really liking them anymore, then it's time to like set those aside for now, because that's where you start to feel imbalanced for, at least for me, when I'm doing things that I feel like I am obligated to do. So whether that is spending time with a friend and going to lunch, if I, no matter how busy I am, and I, if, if I value your friendship, then I'm going to make time for mm -hmm. that friendship. And there are so many ways that you can do that. But like I said, really just being intentional and evaluating constantly. I mean, for me, it's truly on a daily basis. Like, is everything I'm doing really what I want to be doing? Is there something that I'm saying yes to that I really shouldn't be saying yes to at this point? And if so, um, do I need to pause it? Do I need to get rid of it? What do I need to do to make sure that everything else is in balance? Those daily check-ins are so vital. We get so caught up in the hustle and bustle of everyday life and the things that we're doing that oftentimes we forget to just kind of like check in with ourselves and say, hey, is this exactly what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this what I thought it would be when I signed up for it? And should I continue to do it? So I think it's great that, that you are so intentional about making sure that whatever it is that you place on your to-do list or task or obligations, that you're also making sure that it still fulfills you and still feeds your soul. Exactly what it is. Yeah. If it doesn't, yeah. then I mean, go. I think everybody is really has a lot to do, whether you are a mom of five kids or you're just starting off in your college career, whatever, like everybody has a lot to do. It looks different yeah. at different stages in life, but if it's not working for you, and like I said, there are some things that you have to do, obviously, but if you're not enjoying those, then it's not adding value to your life. Um, and if that's the case, then you need to move on to something that is adding value because there are only 24 hours in the day um, and you kind of decide how you use those, those hours. So let's talk about your blog that, number one, I'm so impressed that you're even able to maintain a blog with all of the things that you have going on in life. Um, and I love your transparency that it's something that you um, you enjoy. And so you find the time in the wee hours of the night to do it. So let's chat a little bit about those three main areas that you shared with us, motherhood, fitness, and lifestyle. And we'll start with motherhood. So how has your relationship with time changed since you became a mom? Um, so obviously having a little person is very different when you are responsible for every single thing that they do. Um, and I naturally am a very fast paced person. Um, I do one task and like in the middle of the next task, I'm already thinking, okay, what do I have to do next? Let's get on to the next thing, that type of thing. And when you become a mom, especially when they're, newborns and even now as a toddler it just takes a lot of time to do things that didn't necessarily take the same amount of time before I mean even today um, my husband is at work today and my two-year-old and I we went to the pumpkin patch and it took probably an hour to get ready <laughs> mm -hmm. by time we accidentally spilled water on the floor and went through tantrums and all of that but we made it out the door um, but I think the relationship with time is one recognizing that it's going to take more time to do things. So mm -hmm. for me, I have always been pretty on time for a lot of things. And I like to give myself adequate time. So I have just naturally given myself more time, um, to do things. <laughs> if yeah, that makes yeah. sense. 
And then on the other spectrum, recognizing that some things take more time and then you might have a little bit less time in other places. Like, how can I be more efficient in those things? Like, for instance, I put her down for a nap. Um, and then I was like, okay, I have 15 minutes to straighten up everything to do just being truly intentional with what I needed to do and what was on that task list versus maybe before I would have just been like, oh, I can just sit down for 15, 20 minutes and breathe. Um, and I mean, you still have that time to do that after, but it's just recognizing that there are tasks to be done. And some of them take longer. And sometimes, a lot of times, it's not going to work out the way you planned because they might be young, and but they still have their own minds. Um, right. And my two-year-old definitely has her own mind and wants <laughs> to do exactly what she wants to do. Um, so I think that's really, for me, recognizing, like I said, just some things take more time, some things you're not going to have as much time with, and how do you become more efficient? And so I like to share life hacks on whether it is, I do grocery pickup, um, because going to the grocery store, I just, I don't have time to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I get distracted in the grocery store. Like I said, there might be a meltdown um, in the grocery store. I mean, recently and transparently, just because this is real life. Um, one day I took her to the grocery store after school. And of course it was a melt. I just wanted a couple things for dinner. There was a complete meltdown. I gave her a bar that I saw in the grocery store and she has a severe allergy to eggs. And like two hours later, she broke out in hives. Um, and that's because oh I, I gave her this egg bar. <laughs> I was like, what did you give her? And I was like, she's fine. And then it dawned on me that I gave her this bar with eggs and, mm. That was because I got in a rush and like I said, things weren't going the way I thought. So just life hacks, like how to make life easier for you and your kids and you not to unintentionally give them something that they're severely (laughs) allergic to like myself. Like I said, one of the, like, I just like to share those types of things, whether it's menu planning, whether it is, I now do grocery store pickup on a regular basis, whatever it is, how can you save a few minutes? Because grocery store pickup takes I don't know, 20 minutes for me to pick everything online and then another 20 minutes to drive to my grocery store versus the hour that you would spend perusing through the grocery store aisles and picking up stuff you don't need and all that stuff that comes along with going on a shopping trip like Target. (laughs) Right. But we all have to go to Target. (laughs) I do drive up these days because I Okay. Okay. But yes. But but still, in theory, you are traveling to the Target because you have yes. to have Target in your life. You yes, have to. you do. You do. Whether yes. it's online or drive up or yes. Target has some very valuable items. While we're on that same vein of motherhood, you mentioned that, you know, typically you are a four to five day workout kind of person. But now as you're expecting and you're also navigating life with a two-year-old, how are you managing to even find the time to work out twice a week? Yeah. So I, I mean, I think that goes back to evaluating like what is your stage in life? And like I said, for me constantly, just with my personality, I'm always about self-evaluating, but um, I really, really love group workout classes like love them I was doing orange theory up until um we just moved to Houston a couple months ago I've done hour blast which is very similar to orange theory but it's a New Orleans based um program I actually used to teach it before I had a baby and 
had to be at home with the baby early in the morning because babies don't watch themselves. First of all, making sure that it's like a non-negotiable and a priority. I recognize that like even that hour or 30 minutes or whatever it may be is going to set me up for success for the rest of the day and put me in a better mood. But also looking at what stage I am in life. Like currently right now, it's just not realistic for me to go to Orange Theory as much as I love Orange Theory. I don't have essentially two hours to give up five times a week, which is 10 hours outside of work hours, because, you know, by the time you go early, come back, that type of thing, in the hour class, it takes two hours. So I have, I've done a lot of different stages, which for some people, they say, oh, I can't work out at home, but, and I traditionally don't like working out at home, but it's the only option I feel like I have Mm -hmm. in order to provide that self-care that I need in terms of physical fitness. So I went through a stage where I was doing beach body and I was doing at-home workouts. Um, recently, we got a Peloton. Um, so now I do a Peloton at home, uh, mm-hmm. which is amazing because I do spin classes. And right now I do like 20-minute spin classes, but I can do spin classes that are um, 45 minutes an hour. And really like when you're, and people think that you it's an expensive thing to do, but I started crunching the numbers for the Peloton in particular. And by time my husband and I both used it because his schedule is not very flexible and it has long hours, then it was less for both of us to use a Peloton. Um, and by that, that paid for itself versus me going to Orange Theory and having a membership there. So it's just mm-hmm. recognizing like, Maybe you can't get an hour, but you can get in 20 minutes. Or if you can't, I would do a lot of workouts, especially when she was younger, not as much now. Um, But I would do things that involved her. Like I would use her as my dumbbell for the day because she was (laughs) 15 pounds or however much it would be. But just like incorporating whatever stage in life you are and recognizing that maybe you can't do... 60 minutes, but you can do 20 minutes and 20 minutes is better than zero minutes. And even that 20 minutes is going to put you in a much better mood um, than had you done nothing. And like I said, just kind of giving yourself grace and recognizing that's a non-negotiable. Like I plan it into my schedule that, oh, for this week, I'm going to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday or whatever it may be. Like I said, right now, I don't do as much um, formal workouts just because being third trimester, um, I am a lot more tired, but I might go for a walk or push the stroller, whatever it may be. Um, just incorporating it in those small increments wherever you can. Hear you talk about time and time savers and then the prioritization of the things that matter most to you. To me, like it seems that they're all intertwined. When you converted to grocery store pickup, you save time that you would be, you would have been spending in the grocery store, and then you can move that 20 minutes to time for a workout um, versus yes. having an hour-long grocery shopping adventure and then not having any time left over for a workout. Exactly. And yeah. I mean, like I said, right now I have a Peloton in my house, so I a 20-minute workout it takes, you know, I'm going to give myself a full five minutes to get mentally prepared mm-hmm. um, versus driving to a studio that takes 15, 20 minutes. Um, and then like within 30 minutes, I'm on the bike, I've done my workout, I'm ready to go and it's over and done with. And it's so much like, like you said, between maybe like grocery store pickup and me now doing a workout at home 
versus mm-hmm. going to a studio, I've now saved like an hour and a half in my day where I can yeah. now do something either like personal self-development, self-care, or I can spend that time with my husband or my two-year-old or go out and meet a friend, whatever it may be. Um, I've like regained a couple hours just from those two items. Yeah. I mean, y'all, if you're listening and jotting down notes all at the same time, the major takeaway from that is that it's not that you need more time in your day. It's that you need to look at how you're currently spending the time that you have and how you can move things around. I am not a huge fan of grocery store pickups solely because going to the grocery store for me is actually self-care. Like it's therapeutic. I enjoy walking up and down the aisles and having that quiet time to myself to just do whatever I want to do and not, you know, being teetered to my phone or different things like that. But when I think about the way that you've adjusted it in order and been able to find time in the day and also making other changes, that like gives me a totally new perspective in how I could potentially look at grocery store pickup. I don't know that this was supposed to be a life-changing moment for grocery <laughs> store pickups. <laughs> and maybe there's some... Maybe there's some grocery stores that should be paying us right now for this awesome conversation. <laughs> but I mean, literally, I, I'm sitting here thinking, wow, maybe I could consider this whole grocery store situation because it could give me 20 minutes or so to do something else in my day. And maybe that's a facial at home or reading my book or it could be anything. I mean, it doesn't have right. to just be your workout time. No, I completely agree. And I mean, I... I love going to the grocery store also. So it's not like, oh, I hate going to the grocery store. And this was one thing I no longer have to do. I enjoy doing Mm -hmm. it, just like you said. But when you look at everything that you have, if you write out everything that you have to do, like, where can you give a little and get some more from rearranging that and Mm -hmm. the grocery store was the easiest place to do that I mean now I still go to Trader Joe's which does not have grocery store pickup occasionally but I don't do that as often I might do that once a month versus where I have to go to the grocery store every single week so I still get that time but for regular every single week big haul for the week then I'm saving several hours by doing that So we talked a little bit about motherhood. We talked about fitness. Let's shift over to the lifestyle aspect, because I personally think that you share a lot of great um, ideas, tips and tricks in the space of just like your your general way of living. Your most recent blog post was about your birthday beach adventure um, and how you brought all of these different ladies from different areas of your life together and had like basically the most amazing weekend. (laughs) Um, Just to disclose to everyone, I was also on that trip and it was amazing. So trust me when I say you you definitely want to head on over to the blog and check out her post so you can see all the fun that we had. You know, the whole time, I'll I'll admittedly say, while we were there, you know, we were doing all these fantastic things, activities, the location, the house. It was just so amazingly planned and thought out and everything was great. And as I watched all these different women engage with each other, I just could not let go of the thought that you had brought all these folks together that really didn't know each other. I mean, a few knew each other or knew of each other. Um, And a lot of people would think, wow, you took a big chance 
um, with adult friendships and bringing these women together and and hoping that they wouldn't kill each other. So, I mean, I just <laughs> I just got to know, like, what were you thinking as you planned the trip and thinking about like the group dynamics and how people would gel and interact with each other for a weekend? So transparently, several people have said that to me. And honestly, I never had concerns about would everyone get along. I was planning this. I just, I guess I kind of assumed that. But I think I assumed that because I know each of these friendships. Like there were nine of us total. And those were probably my closest friends. There were a couple people who could not make it that I would have loved to have on the trip just because of different life circumstances. Uh, but in general, those are the people that I really have conversations with on a regular basis or semi-regular basis. Um, but I think for me, I, like I said, I know those friendships and the type of people that I typically am drawn to and that I spend time and that I would consider my people in general and that I'm interested in finding and building a friendship with wouldn't they aren't the type of people who you have to worry about are like will they get along with other people and I mean you were there so you know that Mm -hmm. everyone had were in was in very different stages of life Um, I met everyone in different stages of life (laughs) and there were some very different personalities, but I mean, there were some core values that everybody had. And I think also for me, that probably goes back to, I mean, my parents were, I grew up as a Navy child. So both of my parents are retired Navy. Um, I moved around probably every three years or so up until middle school And that's when my parents retired in Texas. Um, And even I went to one middle school, but then I went to a new high school. So I moved like a completely different high school outside of my district. Um, Mm -hmm. So I had to do that whole moving thing again. Um, And I think when you grow up moving a lot and it's not like you get to choose and move at the beginning of the school year, (laughs) like you typically move in the middle of the school year where everybody else has their friends (laughs) and you're the Lone Ranger. Um, you have to learn and figure out how to find your people quickly and how to connect with people quickly in a short amount of time. And, um, and I've kind of just carried that along through life with me. Cause I mean, as you mentioned, like you were in new Orleans for a year mm-hmm. and that's where we met <laughs> and we yeah. met some random running group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. But I do things like that all the time by myself because, like I said, just growing up, I have never, I've never had a core group. Like, I can't really say, oh, I've been, and I can at this point because I do have a couple of friends that I've been friends with since high school. But, you know, there, I know lots of people who have had best friends since preschool. Like, I can't say that. Right. Um, Right. Just because of how I grew up. And I mean, I'm very thankful for that because. Like I said, it has pushed me outside of my comfort zone because a lot of people would not know this, but I am naturally introverted and I don't want to like get out there and talk to a whole bunch of people. But I've learned, like I said, through that process that in order to meet people and build relationships and foster them, then like you have to kind of get out of that comfort zone. And so I kind of just have learned over time how to do that, I guess, efficiently. And and some of that is just my personality, but how to be authentic with people and 
the reality is you're not going to mesh well with everyone and that's okay. Like just because you're not friends with somebody doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you or them. They're just not your people and that's totally okay. So I have learned to kind of determine that very early on in relationships with people and decide, yes, I want to pour into this relationship and really invest in it or no, this isn't something that, is going to val- like add value to my life or that person's life. And I mean, even with those r- friendships, some people are in your lives for a short amount of time and that's okay. And then some people are going to be lifelong friends. And like, I, you know, at this beach <laughs> getaway, <laughs> um, I think it was great because again, as I've mentioned several times, my husband has a is in a position where he does not have a lot of flexibility. And we had actually just moved two weeks before <laughs> um, going on this extravagant 30th birthday party. Right. And we moved yes. for him to start a new job. And so he, as most people cannot um, take off work right away. Um, and so I was like, don't worry about it. I will find some other people <laughs> who want right. to go. <laughs> Um, which I think for him, he was like, okay, great. I don't have to do whatever shenanigans she's going to be doing. (laughs) So it actually was really beneficial for me. Cause like I said, he would have been my first choice as I think a lot of spouses, you know, you enjoy going on vacation with your spouse would have been your first choice. But once I knew that it was a girl's trip, I was like, oh, great. I can be as extra as I want to be. And everybody else will enjoy it just as much as me. Yes. <laughs> so well, I took and, that opportunity to do that. Yeah. I mean, well, now that you've said that, I mean, tell tell folks a little bit about what they can expect when they go to that blog post. Because yes. I, I think you I think you have to qualify, you know, air quote, unquote, what extra really means to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So in general, I like really nice things. Like I've always been like you said, air quote, extra about things. But (laughs) for this 30th birthday beach bash, I rented a house um, for everyone. And I did a lot of research to find like, I I don't know, I was looking for a nice beachy vibe, but I wanted it to be very well curated and put together. I didn't want it to be like tacky beach. I wanted it to be nice beach. (laughs) You know, something that you would see on a movie and be like, oh, I need to go there. Like, next year or whatever it may be so we rented this house and then the house came with bikes and I think a golf uh, came with a golf cart and so I made sure that there were enough bikes forever and then also let's back up before I continue with that my other thing was like I said I spend a lot of time running behind a two-year-old um as do many of my friends and even the friends who do not have kids they have very very crazy lives that they're doing a lot of things. So I really did not want to lift a finger for anything and I didn't expect anybody else to do so. So I wanted Mm -hmm. to make sure that I planned it to the point that we didn't have to do anything that we didn't want to do. Um, So I also got beach chair set up. So we went to the beach for two days. And when we got there, there were chairs already set up ready for us, which I mean, we lived in New Orleans up until about two months ago. So we go to that area all the time, 30A, which is off the Gulf Coast of Florida. 
um, because it's about four hours away. And we always bring our beach chairs. So I don't just get beach chairs set up all the time. Mm -hmm. We always bring, like, we have a whole, uh, my parents always make fun of us because we have a whole, like, kit and caboodle of, like, things that we bring. We have a wagon. We have a, like, we have it all. And we bring it all. We lug it all. (laughs) But I did not want to do that for this trip. So I had beach chairs set up. And then I um, had a couple of catered lunches and and breakfast, but there were a couple of activities that I think everybody really enjoyed that I like really did a lot of research for. And I was like, I have to have this. So we had a private chef on Friday night Um, and I did the private chef on Friday night because one of my friends, which once again, this goes back to what we were talking about, like you make time for the people that matter for you. One of my friends came, she had literally just started mature came back to work from maternity leave like that week (laughs) and so she has a two-year-old and like a three-month-old that she was breastfeeding um and flew like all day on Friday so I wanted to make sure that she could do the private chef as well even though most of us got there Thursday night so we had this private chef who cooked four courses for us and like he brought in everything he told us about each course and then he took away everything and our kitchen looked cleaner than (laughs) when he even got there and it was already clean because again we weren't doing anything in there um so we did that friday night and then on saturday we had a flower crown uh workshop where we learned how to make flower crowns and i saw this on instagram one day um like somebody had a baby shower and they did have this baby shower and i was like oh i want to do that one day which I'm not crafty at all. So during the entire time, I was like, what was I thinking? Why did I say I was going to do this? But they turned out beautifully and everybody's was so different, but everybody's looked really, really good. And then we had a bonfire that Saturday night. And so we hired, I hired a company and there was an attendant. He started the bonfire, was on the beach. Um, I got some more snacks. So and we just kind of ate and people drank wine, those of us who were not pregnant. (laughs) um, I think that was probably the only thing that could have made it a little bit better for me was if I could have enjoyed a glass of wine or two, but everything else was wonderful. Um, And literally I just got some snacks for the kitchen, like coffee and creamer, which are essential and like some snacks and we didn't have to do anything. And that was really my goal. Like, I didn't want to plan everything to the T where it felt like we were running from one activity to the next activity because I hate when I go on vacations and then I feel like I need a vacation after it. Um, So there was some downtime that people went and did things and like I we didn't have to be together the entire time, (laughs) Uh, even though we were most of the time, like a couple of people went off like. One girl went and got a pedicure and that's what she had wanted to do since before she even got there. Um, And so you had time to like pour into yourself. Uh, But yes, it was fabulous. Right. (laughs) And that's what I mean by extra. It was. I say I will never go to the beach without a private chef again, but people are probably saying, oh, a private chef. Honestly, like I said, we go to that area regularly and it was less expensive to get a private chef and then just buy your own wine at home than it would have been to go out to a restaurant and buy a couple of glasses of wine. Like, so it was more cost effective Mm -hmm. that way. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, even though we were at the house and it was like a girl's night in, we still got dressed and, you know, like it was as if we were going out to dinner at a restaurant. So it still yes. felt very, you know, kind of like, kind of, kind of fancy, you know, it was nice. Right. It was really, right. really nice. It was really, really nice. And, you know, it's funny guys hearing Ashley recap that weekend and you know I also read the blog post and just kind of reliving it through um those two ways now that I think about it I mean there was no way that we were not going to get along we were having so much fun I mean like we were just having way way too much fun guys but um definitely check out the blog post um so that you can see all of the really cool visuals to match all the fun that Ashley just described but you know guys it's so crazy because in addition to Ashley being a mother and a wife and a blogger, a fitness enthusiast, she works full time, like she said. Um, she also just moved from New Orleans to Houston and then uh, two weeks later packed her bags and went off on a girl's trip. You know, tell us a little bit, how do you stay sane? Like, how, did, how have you been able to navigate all of these major life changes in the past few months? Well, I think, as I mentioned, I have kind of grown up being used to that. Like I said, I moved around a lot when I was younger. Um, So it really gave me the tools to be adaptable um, at an early age, which isn't necessarily the case for everyone. So I'm very thankful for those experiences. Um, I mean, logistically with moving, again, I'm a planner. And so for me, in order to stay sane, I started planning and packing and purging, which I purge regularly, so I don't have a lot of extra stuff going on. I started doing that well and in, in advance, and I actually, I think I'm working on a blog post right now about exactly tips to move on how to survive a move with a toddler and being pregnant that talks about this more, but um, I started doing that way in advance, and then also we asked for help. Um, and thankfully both my husband and I, um, are very blessed and we have great relationships with both of our parents, um, both sets of parents. So him and I have a great relationship with my parents as well as his parents. Um, and they're always willing to help. Um, and so I asked for help because you cannot do everything. I think that's the first key to living a balanced life, recognizing that you can't do everything and that you are going to need help. So, His parents actually came down the day before we moved um, and helped us pack the last few, you know, there's always those last few boxes of I'm over it and I don't know where to pack this. Right. Um, And so they helped get, they helped put all that away. Um, And then she, his mom drove in the car with me with my toddler and my dog. Um, We have a black lab. Um, who's like 70 something pounds um, and bless her heart um, my dog <laughs> whined literally this whole six hours that we were on the road <laughs> wow. so um, so yes and then <laughs> we got here and again being pregnant I can't do as much as I used to do or I would normally do just because I get tired faster um, they unpacked like the entire first floor um she unpacked my entire kitchen. Like it looked like my living space was ready to go. And on top of unpacking our kitchen in the living room, like did this crafty refurbished job for 
this um this dresser that we had to make it more effective and usable for our new space which my mother-in-law is very very crafty unlike me so she's always doing great projects um (laughs) but yes that's really how I survived I like I said we asked for help we did not do this alone um and I like I don't know what our house would have looked like (laughs) um our in-laws not helped us um but like I said I also gave we also gave ourselves a lot of time because I mean the reality is, like, when you have a two-year-old, then you can't spend three full days packing because you have to tend to them most of the time. So, really, we had about an hour after bedtime um, before she, you know, between when she went to bed and between when I went to bed, because that's probably my most non-negotiable thing. I am an eight-hour-a-night sleep person, um, and I can go maybe a day or two and not get as much sleep, but I'm not a very pleasant person <laughs> if I don't get right. so even though I do all this stuff I still get eight hours of sleep like I, I just have to I know myself and I have to get sleep and that is the best way for me to set myself up for success is making sure that I get enough sleep um so like I said with right. my toddler it was just planning ahead and we started packing things that we weren't necessarily using like winter clothes because you don't need winter clothes in New Orleans or Houston in August (laughs) (laughs) so there's no need of us just leaving those there right Um, so we started packing these things that yeah we had them but we didn't necessarily need now Um, and then I think the other thing was with a toddler like you want to make sure things are as normal as possible so she went to school up until we moved like literally until moving day she went to school we packed her we packed her room the very last thing. Um, she spent the night with my in-laws at the hotel the night before we packed her room up. And then when we moved the next day, um, it was the first room that we unpacked and like got together. So like for the most part, she had a sense of normalcy the entire time. And then she like went to school. We moved on a, here on a Friday and on Monday she went to school. Wow. <laughs> so like keeping that schedule, which also allowed for us to have free time because we took off time to move um because we didn't have to watch her because she was at school being engaged etc um so I would say those are probably my tips for moving with children um ask for help plan in advance (laughs) um and like I said we are very blessed that both of our parents are more than happy to help us whenever we need because my mom came down um like right at the weekend after that and helped me do some organization because my closet was a mess and I just did not have the energy to fix it. And then my dad came down the week after that to watch my daughter while we were at the beach help, even though they are not in this city with us, Uh, which, like I said, I know that's not the case, but you can find that with anyone. I mean, even when we lived in New Orleans and we didn't have our parents right there, like I had cultivated relationships with people that they were willing to help, um, if I needed help, uh, it was just a matter of me asking. Um, so you can really find that wherever it's just like, I said, you have to pour into and cultivate, um, those relationships so that you can get to a place of that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you've mentioned things like sleep and fitness, um, as some of your non-negotiables, like, are there others that you would recommend to folks that, that maybe they apply to their lives? Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. I mean, definitely sleep 
and fitness help with my mood. Like I said, I like to plan things. Um, so I will write a lot of task lists, especially if I feel like I have a lot going on. I will write task lists um, because it just helps me figure out exactly what I need to do. Um, and I like to put everything in my calendar if if I do have a lot of things going on. I don't do it all the time, especially now, um, because it takes time to put things in the calendar. But if you take that five minutes, um, it really sets yourself up for the entire week of knowing exactly where you have to be, where you have to go. And I think for me, and like I said, everybody is at a different life stage. Um, my husband and I communicate a lot about exactly what needs to be done and when it needs to be done. Um, and we really work together to make sure all that gets done. Like he, even though he is out of the house most mornings by five 30, um, he does bedtime like every single night, mm -hmm. except for if he's at work. Um, so like we really work together to make sure all of the tasks are done. And I think I'm very, very, a huge proponent of hiring out where you can afford it. Um, mm -hmm. We have a housekeeper that has come every two weeks since I had our first baby. Um, we didn't have one before, but after, like, after having a kid, I was like, I only, I'm working full time. By the time I get home from work, I have like an hour with her. I don't want to spend half the day on Saturday or Sunday cleaning the house. And I mean, uh, we had right. to make some adjustments in, but in our budget. And that meant like me not going out to eat every day for lunch and packing my lunch instead so that we could afford a housekeeper. But we made it work and it was so much easier because I wasn't feeling stressed out on the weekends. And because my husband and I have very different ideas of what <laughs> a house should look like. And he's not dirty at all. And he likes things clean, but he's just not going to be as like meticulous and picky as I am. And so it helped our relationship as well because I was not nitpicking with him and then feeling resentment because he wasn't doing it exactly how I would want it to to be done and right. that type of thing. Um, so I would definitely say hiring out where you can. Um, I also, I have not done that here, but I had a babysitter, like we're a huge proponent of regular date nights. Um, and I mean, when we were in New Orleans, again, we've only been in Houston for a month. So we're still trying to figure out babysitters that we like and trust. Um, but mm -hmm. I mean, we went out probably almost every single week on date night, even with a baby. And we go on weekends alone without our child. <laughs> right. Um, and like I said, everybody's at a different stage and not everybody will agree with that. But for me and our marriage, like it's very, very important for us to have time alone without our daughter. Um, and it just makes us better husband, wife, better parents. Um, so, yeah, I and I would use that babysitter even like if he was working all day on a weekend, I would ask that babysitter and be like, Hey, can you come at 8am on Saturday? I'm going to go for a run and then go to target. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you can just come from eight to 11 and I was so much less stressed yeah, than yeah. if I would have just like been doing whatever all day. So it was $30 or $40 well spent again, because I felt better and I was able to parent the rest of the day better. And then I wasn't upset because my husband was gone all day working which he doesn't like to be gone on the weekends like he wants to be at home with us but you know sometimes you lose sight of that when you're doing different things and in different places um so hiring right. out is my other 
um, top contender for balance and getting everything done. Like wherever you can, um, just do it. <laughs> it's well yeah. worth it. When I have these types of conversations with folks, I love them personally because it's such a good reminder and gut check for me about the things that are my non-negotiable. Well, I, I feel like I always say this uh, with every conversation, but it's just so true because everybody's so awesome. But I could talk to you for hours and hours, but nothing is better than the gift of time, um, both for our listeners and for guests of the show. So, you know, before we wrap up our conversation, I would love for you to share how can we stay in contact with you if you have anything on the horizon? Yeah, so you can stay in contact with me via my blog, um, which is www.tennisshoesandtiaras.com. Um, and I also, I try to get a post out weekly on there. Again, during pregnancy, that's not happening <laughs> as much, but I am um, on Instagram very regularly, um, especially on stories. And my username is tennisshoesandtiaras. And I just like I am trans I'm was transparent here. I'm very transparent on Instagram. Um, you <laughs> might see my toddler jumping off my couch, <laughs> whatever is happening in real life. That's what I'm going to show. Um, because the reality is like, yeah, we have a lot of fun times, but we also have a lot of times that are crazy and hectic. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? Um, and I think right. that's how I'm able to connect with people the most. Um, so definitely check out one of those if you want to see what's going on and follow along um, in terms of things coming up besides a baby in a couple months. Come say hi over on Instagram and that would be the best way to keep up. Thank you, Ashley, so much for your time today. Thank you for your candidness and your transparency um, and sharing the things that are important to you. And I think that we all are probably going to walk away and consider um, grocery pickup um, as well, <laughs> as well as prioritizing our workout. So I, yes. mean, I know for me, this was time well spent um, getting to know how you balance life and just some of the tips and tricks. I mean, this, this was really, really an awesome conversation. So thank you. Well, thank you for having me. And thank you to our listeners um, for tuning in. Share with a friend some of the things that you've learned today and also share a review. Um, would love to know what you guys are thinking about the show and any topics um, that you might want us to explore for future shows. So thanks again for tuning in to the Being Balanced podcast and have a balanced day.